You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, episode 25, my top five productivity mistakes and how to avoid them. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Oh my goodness, we're on episode 25. Woohoo! I can't believe I've made it here. This is so exciting. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Productivity on Purpose podcast. I'm Ruthie Parikh, and I love helping awesome women like you step into their potential, confidence, and power by squashing overwhelm so you can thrive at work and at home. And I just want to thank you, if I haven't already, for being engaged and being part of this podcast for the last 25 episodes. Whether you have joined me in one, maybe this is your very first time, or you've been along for the ride the entire time, I am so grateful for you and want to give you a heartfelt appreciation and thank you. And I know for some, 25 is no big deal, but for me, this is a big milestone. So thanks for being here again. And I want to let you know that today, hopefully, I think when this goes live or within this week, probably the next day or two, if you happen to be catching this as it's being released, I will be hosting a free training, which um, was very much related to this web, to this podcast, all about taking control of your demands and distractions, even when you have no time. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, overstretched, overloaded, please join me over and come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash take charge. Lifeisorganized.com forward slash take charge. You can sign up for that and I'll leave the sign up form open right until the last minute. So it should be, I'm recording this quite far in advance, but I think I'm going to have it scheduled for August 12th, Wednesday, August 12th. Uh, But so if you're listening to this, the 11th or 12th, then go ahead, jump on over there, sign up and join me. Uh, And if you can't make it live, you will get the recording. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I promise you it's not going to be some regular PowerPoint presentation. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. So I hope to see you there. Well, I want to jump into today's topic because it is extremely meaningful to me and I hope to you for two reasons. Number one, I don't ever want you to think that I have it all figured out. I'm really transparent and open on all of these podcasts. So again, if you've been listening for a while, you know, I got my own set of struggles and I feel like I'm a lifelong learner and always trying to personally and professionally develop myself. So I do make mistakes with my time. I don't always stay focused, um, you know, and, but I'm doing my best. So I want to like you to really know that with today's episode. So even though I study and embrace and I loves me all the things, efficiency and systems and time management, I am still human y'all. And I have just as many distractions and demands being thrown my way as you do. So yes, I fall off from them time to time. And today I'm just being really transparent about it and letting you know the mistakes that I make. And then number two, I hope that hearing about how to avoid these pitfalls will help inspire you to make a tweak or two to make your life more manageable and get it within your control also. 
So I hope that this 20 minutes or so of us being together really helps to uplift your spirits and connect us, but also motivate you to take action. But what happened? I was so frustrated with myself yesterday, running around, doing all the things, checking off all the stuff from the list, responding and reacting and getting everything done. But on my way to pick up the kiddos, actually, now we're, we're out and about a bit now. They were over at a, a friend's place, like a bunch of them have been hanging out together, so at the pool. I went to pick them up in the evening and I had this utterly annoying revelation. I had no idea what I'd gotten done all day, all day. And all day I was running around and checking it all off the list, but literally I could not think of one thing of significance. And how was this possible? Because I was so dang busy all yet I was low, exhausted and scattered. So it's hard at that point, right? To not beat yourself up when you know you let the day get out of your control. But just like I tell my boys, don't focus on what went wrong, like when something doesn't go your way, but focus on what you've learned. So before crawling into bed last night, I reflected on my day to see where I had made mistakes. Obviously, this was not the day I would have wished for, not how I wanted to feel, but I wanted to reflect on it and see where I could do better. So here are the top five reasons my day got away from me. Now, needless to say, I acted on all of these today. I've rocked my day today because I took that time to reflect, and I hope that my no-nos help plan a better tomorrow for me and you as well. So annoying mistake number one, and this is definitely the most annoying and definitely the biggest, was that I had zero planning the night before. The night before, I did not review my calendar for the next morning, which is something I am always telling everyone else to do, my clients and on this podcast and on my blogs, like we've got to take that time to plan. But because I didn't plan for the next morning, it meant I forgot I had this early meeting, so I had to really get prepared for that. And in fact, I had to actually get on a live Zoom call, so I wasn't even prepared for like what I was going to be wearing and I had to get my makeup done and my hair done and I just wasn't ready for that. I didn't know then after that what my priorities were going to be for the day. And then this one, of course, snowballed into a storm of time wasters. So I was completely just reacting, responding all day, didn't have a plan set, didn't know where to put my energy or focus next and was just sort of in this like complete reactive mode for the day. Okay, and what's so frustrating and annoying about it is that I know all of this could have been avoided with a 10-minute, just 10-minute rundown of my day the night before, right? So it's just a quick check of my calendar, a read over of my to-do list, and my day would have started on time with calm. It would have been on a high note. I would have, you know, felt very much in control of my day. Even when things go out of your control, at least I would have woken up with a plan. So the lesson learned for the day is that successful days start the night before. All right, so let's move on to annoying mistake number two. Email. Enough said, (laughs) okay? Email. Oh my goodness. Do I need to say anything else? I have been down this exasperating road before, so I don't know why I ended up there again, but I did. 
after that morning meeting, which of course I was, like I said, not nearly as prepared for as I would have liked. I was feeling scattered and flustered for it. I mean, it went fine, but like I didn't go there calm and feeling really in control and, you know, in just, just in a better place as I should have been. Not only that, then after that, I got back into, went to my, my home office and before even getting comfortable in my chair or changing out of my clothes, I just dove into my email head first. And I didn't come up for air until lunchtime. Okay, so you might be beginning to see how my lack of prioritizing the night before led to my demise because all I was saying in that when I was in that email was just like, just one more, just one more. And that became my my mantra of the morning. It's like just one more, just one more. I'll just get through one more email, one more email, right? And they keep getting these hits of like email gratification, those easy gratification kept coming my way. And for some reason, I literally couldn't pry myself away. But I'm telling you, it all started with the first mistake. And then that led and snowballed into the second one. Now, what I could have done and should have done had I planned my day was to put some boundaries on my email time, actually put parameters around it, planned out specific times that I would spend in there, responding instead of just reacting the entire day, just having it open and open and getting sucked into the email black hole. So the lesson learned there was to put boundaries on your email time. Let's move on to annoying mistake number three. I let one bad habit lead to another. So I failed to mention that while I was sucked into email, the email abyss, I also got sidetracked by Facebook updates and LinkedIn alerts and the good old fashioned Google search. (laughs) You guys, I swear, I typed in, this was so ridiculous. So in the morning I had eaten oats, like this oat shake. I don't even know how to explain it. Like these raw oats and you put like honey and almond milk and um, cranberries. It it was delicious. I put all in the blender, had it. But around like 11 o'clock, my head was falling over. I was so sleepy. It was yawning and yawning. I was so sleepy. So as I'm in the middle of my crazy email black hole, I typed in in Google, do oats make you sleepy? Because, uh, you know, because I had that breakfast and I couldn't figure out why my eyes weren't weren't staying open. I had my tea in the morning and then I was like, oh my gosh, I think it might be the oats. And of course I had to know right there and then, because of course now this is the most urgent thing that, you know, that takes precedence over all my other work that needs to get done and my deliverables and my deadlines. So that's when I found out in my results that rolled oats are 66% carbs, which is why they do in fact make you sleepy. So then I wanted to know what type of breakfast doesn't make you sleepy naturally. So then I went down that pathetic rabbit hole and I, then I started um, Googling that. And then I found out some breakfast things there that were better for me. But then I was like, oh, wait, I don't have that recipe. Do I even like how that's going to taste? So then I got into the recipe that I went to. Or, I mean, it was insanity. I, I, it was insanity. And I did not snap out of it, as I mentioned earlier, until lunchtime when my stomach was growling again. So it was just one dirty addiction on top of another. And did I say I came up for air around lunchtime? I think I've said this twice now. It really might have been more like uh, 2.22 p.m., <laughs> okay? Give or take a minute. It was well after lunchtime because I was so far like dug into this deep hole. Now, again, had I blocked my time specifically for project time, email checking time, and even distraction time, I would have found myself getting the real work done, which would have kept me motivated throughout the day. And 
kept me on track. Or I could have even put on a timer for that distraction time that said, okay, I'll let myself get distracted for the 10 or 15 minutes, but that's it. But instead, instead, I fell into the distraction quicksand and every time I tried to get out, I struggled to call out because I just sank in deeper. So the lesson learned, to block your time, block your time, block your time. In fact, I'm going to link to episode nine, which is the key habit of highly successful women that really gets much deeper into how to do this in terms of how to really make it work. So be sure to check that out after you listen to this episode. Let's move on to annoying mistake number four. I let my lists fall by the wayside. Now, if you don't know this about me by now, let me let you in a little not so secret. My lists are my lifeline. So when I'm drowning, I need them the most. Literally, I would not know what to do, where to focus, where to put my energy, what like anything going on in my life if I didn't have my list, which by the way, I keep on Evernote. I know I keep saying I need to do an episode on it. I will, I promise. But like my entire life is on on Evernote with these lists. And if I didn't have it, I didn't know what to do. So when I say they're my lifeline and I need them the most, you know, all the time, except when I'm too busy putting off what really needs to be done, what I really should be doing. And then I'm so sneaky like this. I just like to pretend they don't even exist. I don't know. It is pretty crazy, right? Pretty sneaky. I am. I am indeed. And I just didn't really look at them, which sounded so good until about 5 p.m. (laughs) So, okay, I won't say I didn't look at them at all, but I didn't look at them enough. I probably looked at them at some point in the beginning of the day, and then I guess after lunch, after I'd fallen into all the distraction and email world. But like, I wasn't really planning my time according to what was on them, prioritizing, thinking about my top three priorities. Like, it's not the way they typically use my list. I don't just use them to write down what I need to do, but I actually use them as a, as a really effective tool to help me get the right things done. And I just didn't do it. And so around five o'clock when I had to go and, you know, start thinking about the evening and go grab the kids. Like I said, I felt like a slug for not getting anything worthwhile done. Now, on the other, more sensible hand, instead of shrugging my responsibilities, I could have used my list as the prioritization tools that they are meant to be, which again, I did not. So lesson learned, ignoring your list makes everything worse. Okay, now to the final mistake, the final annoying mistake number five. I focused on nonsense. Since it was about 4, 4.30, by the time I was ready for the quote unquote real work, the stuff that really mattered, the important priorities, I did what any respectable woman with a half hour to spare would do. Girl, of course, I organized my papers, my paper piles. Oh my gosh, they were so beautiful. I like organized them all and I made them really into these really nice, perfectly aligned stacks and different areas of my desk. I threw out a few of the papers. I reshuffled the rest. I even added a sticky note to one of the folders and I created a new label. I know I am ruthless, aren't I? Yes. Yes. That is what I did <laughs> instead of doing the real work. I just found nonsense. So I'm not, I'm not talking about like the email and the Facebook and the LinkedIn, but other nonsense around me to procrastinate what I really should have been doing. Now, I think at this point, I just had such a pathetic day that it was like the icing on the cake and uh, just a really 
easy way for me to get out of, you know, the things that I really should have been putting my attention. But I got to tell you, although it seemed so pleasurable at the moment, relishing in that pleasure wore off as soon as I walked out the door. I was not aligned with my goals for the day. In fact, not only because of mistake number one, zero planning, I really didn't even know what my goals were, which basically snowballs into all the mistakes. So at the end of the day, I found a really great procrastination tool just to kind of, you know, go along and and top off the day with the same type of nonsense. So I felt terrible. I got nothing done. And of course, then this impacts my motivation for the day. It impacted my inspiration and it really impacted my confidence, right? You start falling into this whole, oh God, this headspace of I never get anything done. What's wrong with me? I'm so unproductive. I suck, you know, all that horrible stuff. Okay. So lesson learned there. Focusing on nonsense doesn't make you feel good at the end of the day either. Minutes have a tendency to slip by and soon the minutes become hours and the hours become days and the days become weeks. And that is just a terrible way to live, my sweet friend. Being intentional with your time doesn't mean you need to be militant with it. You simply need to be aware of it. So when you fall into the black hole of distractions or avoidance or perfectionism or confusion or procrastination, you have the strength and ability to pull yourself out, reassess, and realign. And when you do, you make progress. You feel amazing. You feel inspired. You feel motivated. And you never wonder at five or six o'clock, what did I get done today? This is how annoying mistakes turn into awesome achievements. So now I'd love to hear from you. In fact, I want to give you your challenge of the week because, you know, I always want to make your time 100% worth it. So I encourage you to take one small action every week. Which of the five annoying mistakes do you make most often? That's the question for you. And here's your action. More importantly, what change will you make to avoid it in the future? And the future might even be tomorrow, my friend. So what, which one of those five kind of resonated with you the most and what will you do to avoid it in the future? Will you plan your day ahead of time, block your time, block your time specifically for email, for other distractions, get the important stuff done first, prioritize or just, or put a timer on or just not allow yourself to focus on the nonsense instead of getting the right stuff done. Listen, you're not doing this for me. You're doing this 100% for you and for everyone that you love and care about around you. It will make you a better manager, employer, employee, partner, mom, wife, sister, friend, role model, and woman. All right, sound good? Yes, I hope it does. I hope you are going to do this. Come on over to my site and let me know. Lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward forward slash 25. Let me know you did it. I would love to encourage you and be your personal cheerleader and guide. And finally, I want to leave you with this. If you would love to partner to build your life holistically so you are killing it professionally and personally and do things that are very tangible and practical, I am waiting to work with you, my friend. I work with women in all levels of business across all professions in group coaching and one-on-one coaching. I will help you get in control of your focus, time, and results so you know exactly what to focus on to get through your day without feeling overwhelmed. So you do things like 
to stop putting off what you know you should be doing to avoid get getting sucked into the email black hole and have simple systems in place to make your workday more efficient and exercise personally, regularly as well. I'd love to work with you. You can find out more at lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching, but come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash take charge. All right, lifers, I cannot wait to hear from you about your favorite takeaway from this episode. And I just want to thank you again. Thank you for showing up 25 episodes strong. And we have many, 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 many more to go. You are the bestest. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I'm Ridhu Parikh signing off for today, wishing you a happy, successful day and week. I hope to see you over on the training and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.